With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What is up, everyone? Welcome to another edition of Live Locks presented by Scores and Odds. If you haven't checked it out already, just making bad life choices, go on over to scoresandodds.com where you got picks from me, Meansy, this piece of crap right here. I got the direction right, yay. Uh, and you get access to our nice little prop shopping tool where you can see exactly what we have projected for each individual prop list for the best lines. And most importantly, you get access to Grant's Action Lines. What is it? What's my Discord where I'm throwing in all my picks each and every day so you can get in there before the lines end up moving. And boy, have they been moving today, Daniel. How are you doing there, buddy? I'm joined today by Daniel. He's he's parts unknown, otherwise known as Nashville still, getting his gambling on. How are you doing there? Yeah, uh, what's going on, dude? I, I uh, you know, I, I, to keep it organic, to keep it fresh, I've not, I've not taken a peek as far as your what your bets are today. So I'm curious what they happen to be. It's, it's probably like some random dude getting a steal, like a plus one fifty or something like that. Like I, I did not put any thought into, but hey, uh, any way you can make money, by all means, go for it. But um, I, I think yeah, that you'll I actually have some input on most of these bets. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, I was, you know, I was thinking of steals, and I was thinking of Warriors because they're facing the Rockets. We know how the Rockets love to give the ball away. I wonder if there's any interesting bets there. But yeah, um, fun slate tonight. A lot of good basketball here going down. Um, I've been looking at the slate, digging into it last night. Uh, I just finished the expert survey for Rotor Grinders. So um, yeah, I, I, I feel good about tonight's slate. There's a lot of good spots that are that are worth talking about. All right, well, we're just going to go game by game, starting off with the first game. we got the Knicks going up against the Wizards. Do you think Beal's going to play? I don't know. Um, I, I don't really have a good take on that. Um, I mean, you'd think he had a long break, so maybe, but I, I don't really have a good take. If he doesn't go, uh, we'll probably see Corey Kispert jump at the starting lineup. A guy like Denny Avdia might get a little more bump, but... Yeah, I don't really have a read on that. Is there actually lines out there that would, that would affect Beal um, peripheral pieces or not just yet? So I have I have Kuzma over 21.5 points, minus 115 over at FanDuel, and Porzingis over 23.5 points, minus 110 at Betway. Um, okay. Yeah, to me, those lines are probably where they should be if Beal's playing. If Beal's not playing, then those lines are an absolute smash on the over. So I, I had both of those. Those are those are the wizard side of the game that I have have bets on. And then over on the uh Knicks side of things, Quinn Grimes, what do you think his points, rebounds, assist line is at? Grimy. Um what are his points, rebounds, and assists? Let's see. Um I won't I won't cheat. Of course, he's taking a big hit as far as his minutes, so the you know, the addition of Josh Hart. I would say it's somewhere around like fifteen. 11 and a half, and I got a plus 105 over at Betfred. Um, <laughs> you can get plus, minus 101 over at Caesars, but to me, it's 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 more than a 50% chance of happening. So getting a plus odds at Betfred, fantastic bet for me, in my opinion. But who knows? We shall see. Um, you got any bets from this game? No, I, I don't really have a lot of takes in this game, to be honest. All right, we'll move on to the next one. We got Cleveland going up against Atlanta. I got some Trey Young bets. So I took the alt line because I just like the, the line sitting at 
37 and a half points, rebounds, assists, minus 120, minus 125 most places. I took the 40 plus at plus Ooh. 120 over at Betfred. He's been crushing recently. Um, 24 points per game this month, around 14 or 13 assists per game, like four or five rebounds. And you look at the last five games, it's been even more. I know there's a slow-paced matchup. I know that Cavs are a good defense, but a little bit worse on the outside. He's going to be driving to the hoop a lot. Um, I, I I just think this line's a bit too low. Yeah, uh, I like a good alt line, uh, you know, for sure. I'm a, I'm a, I'm game for those. I have a couple we'll talk about later on in the show, I think. But, um, yeah, I've not considered that, to be honest. Uh no John Collins for Atlanta tonight. We should see uh, Sadiq Bay. I, I assume he's going to jump in the starting lineup for Atlanta. Um, they're going to be really undersized in this game. Is the other thing that's kind of interesting. Just Cleveland so big in Atlanta. I guess Bay is going to play the four, which is I don't think of him as a four. Um, more you know a little more of a wing kind of guy. He's six eight, isn't he? I guess I guess maybe he is a four. I just I, I just have a miscast in my head for some reason. Six, seven. So he's still, okay. still not yeah. a small guy. Yeah. Um, I just don't like this game as a general thought. I don't I don't know what to do with it. Um Cleveland the back half back to back. We saw Joker. Jeez, that guy, you know. I hear I hear he can't be MVP because he's never won a ring. Have you heard that story? It's just ridiculous <laughs> to me. I mean, so fun fact, at this current age that Joker is at, how many rings do you think LeBron had and how many rings do you think Jordan had? Um I would say it's no more than one. Um he's 27 Jokic? I believe so. Uh it might be one. It's no more than one. It might I be believe zero. It's zero. He's 28. I believe both of them won their first championship at the age of 28. Okay. So LeBron didn't get one till like nine years in? Okay. I don't think so. Um on James' first championship was 2012. He was with the Heat. Um, 2012, he would have been. Yeah, that's eight. like year nine for him. He was 28. Year 10? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. No, he. I mean, it was. It was year nine. So, to me, it's ridiculous, especially considering like. Jokic has had no one around him for years. Like he, the bubble's the only one where you can make the argument. Like, yeah, he should have, he could have won a championship there. But last two years, nothing. And now he has guys around him, and lo and behold, they have what the second best record in the league. Yeah, he's got guys around him. The problem is a lot of it. Also, like that, nobody really talks about historically as far as the context is like, who do you have to beat? <laughs> it's not just like being number one, but who do you got to overcome? And it's like. That's why, you know, LeBron taking down that Golden State team is like one of the greatest triumphs in basketball history. But even like getting two games off of him and losing in six when it was just him and like, uh, I don't even know, like uh, who was like the second best player? Matthew. Yeah, it was a horrendous team. And they, they won two games off of him. But I didn't mean to derail the show. I apologize. But uh, yeah. well, back I, to I the gambling. Like you mentioned yeah. the lack of size there for Atlanta. You know who's going off? You like Mobley? I like Mobley. Over 17 and a half points, minus 115 over at FanDuel. We'll see if that line's moved. Um, to me, it's a bit too low. He's been crushing it recently. We have him projected for 18.59. Line's moved to minus 118. Still like the over. It's 18 and a half at some places. 
I still don't even hate the over that. He's he, he's going to put up some numbers going up against Bay. Yeah, he had a big night last night as well, if you're talking about like recency bias. But um, so good, uh, Mobley. I, I just – I would love to see him – we saw it last night where he's, he's starting to add that three-pointer to his arsenal. Um, when he gets that three, like legitimately, like a, a decent clip, dude's going to be so good. Top Yeah. Top five player potentially in the league. Um, I, I, I would say he could potentially become uh, top five's close. Like he could become, I mean, he's already one of the best defenders in the league. But I guess if he gets a three pointer, he could, he could be top five, top 10. Yeah. He's, he's still like 21, right? 22. Yeah. So who, who knows? I mean, he'd be a perfect addition to like so many different teams if he develops a three pointer. Like, I, yeah. especially he'd be, he's perfect on this Cleveland team with Garland and Mitchell. And, yeah. Um, well, he, he needs to, you know, when you're playing alongside Jared Allen versus for spacing purposes, you know, both those guys, like if one can step out, that's what, you know, my team, the heat, I mean, you wonder why the heat are struggling this year. Their two best players can't hit threes basically, you know, Jimmy can, but like not super efficient, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. He's getting one a game max. Yeah. Uh, so most games, you know, the games changed, but go ahead. You, you, you were saying, uh, last bet I have is Trey Young over two and a half rebounds. I got a plus 100. It's not worth it. Moved to minus 120 as soon as I bet it. Um, next game, your Miami Heat going up against Milwaukee. I I assume that Giannis is not going to play. He's doubtful. Um, yeah. So, I mean, anything can happen. But as of right now, don't believe Giannis is going to play. Another outline, I took Brooke Lopez over 21 and a half points, rebounds, assists, minus 117 at Caesars, and Brooke Lopez 25 plus points, rebounds, assists at plus 170. Um, no, it's a tough matchup versus Bam. No, it's a slow paced matchup, but Brolo gets a pretty decent usage bump, and he's they're going to need a size out there. I, I think that line's a bit too low, and I, I we currently have him project for, I think, over 25 in this spot. Last time I checked, so this is a. Uh, there's a spot where the line's just bad. Interesting because I, I had I had thoughts on Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday. And do you think Chris Middleton will get any more than 25 minutes? I don't think he has to get more than 25 minutes, but uh he you speak you speak of usage bumps. I was just looking at that before the show. Uh when you kick Giannis off the court, the usage for Chris Middleton goes from uh goes up nine percentage points, 37.4%. Yep skyrocketing that's a huge now it's 142 minutes not the biggest sample in the world but it's a sample we have this season uh holiday up to 31.8 percent that's a nice jump as well and he gets a nice boost as far yeah, as well, i mean season. even if you look at last season let, let, let's pull up last season because i already got it up we um, can extend it yeah uh if run query there we go do 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 yeah i mean last season i assume it's it's somewhat similar um 33.7%, a 7.4% usage increase. What is his line sitting at? Let's look at 37.4 tonight. And he's played 25 minutes in back-to-back games. He had the big all-star break and the nine days off. And it's also a national TV game. Some coaches, sometimes you'll see, you know, you get extended commercials for national TV, you get a little extra rest time. Maybe he gets 26, maybe he gets 27 minutes. I know it doesn't sound like a lot, but an extra minute or two can mean the difference between winning and losing. And uh, as far as hitting your total or you're over, I, I think Middleton's, uh, you know, really interesting. And, of course, yeah, the absence of Giannis is huge. The matchup is bad, but whatever. It's all sort of baked in. Um, I have There's at- currently no lines out, it doesn't look like. Okay. When they come out, I'm going to – I'm gonna maybe he starts. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, 
Crowder's expected to play too for Milwaukee, which this would be his debut, I believe. I don't think we've seen him yet. Uh, sitting out all season long with Phoenix, demanding a trade. Um, I don't think he's played a game, right? Has he played a game this year? I don't. Let's see. I don't. I don't believe so. But Crowder is expected to play. I don't know if he plays a ton, but just worth noting. Yeah, unlikely to go. Yeah. Um, yeah. Outside of that, in this game, I have Gabe Vincent under twelve and a half points, minus one twenty-five at Betway, under two and a half rebounds, plus one fifteen at Betway. Just. We have him projected for 10 points. We have him projected for like, um, I have it as a coin flip at two and a half rebounds. So plus 115, solid line. But yeah, that's kind of all I got in this game. I uh, I bet something last night, like at three o'clock in the morning. Uh, Drew Holiday, three pointers made over. Uh, he gets a nice boost. And Miami, they're known for a good defense, but they will give up threes. Um, opponent three-point attempts per game. Miami gives up like the seventh or eighth most in the league. What would you hit it at? I got over two and a half. I think I was uh, a slight positive, I want to say. I don't. I didn't write it down. but I Yeah, guess. it's at minus 115, so if you got it positive, then that's, that's pretty solid. I think projections had him hitting it over as well, too, just barely, unless that's changed. But, uh, I, I, yeah, I don't. I gotta like organize my bets like like you do like you know you have it in the nice little spreadsheets, yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't have the yeah. ready to pull up. Unfortunately, I am an accountant. I sent you over this exact spreadsheet to keep track of them, and you're just lazy. No, no, I'll, I'll think. Well, yeah, I'm gonna figure it out. But I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, you're right. I mean, when you actually move to a legal gambling state, which I shall convince you to, then yeah, it, it, it'll, it'll come in handy keeping track of things so you know. But I mean, as of right now, probably no need to. But we're moving on. Brooklyn, Chicago. I got one bet here. Dinwiddie, under 29.5 points, rebounds, assists, minus 115 over at Caesars. He's been pretty up and down so far with Brooklyn. They have enough other guys to eat up some usage. I know it's a good matchup going up against Chicago, but to me, 29.5, just a bit too high here. Yeah, I don't I don't really have a good read in this game. I, I would just say if you can bet unders on Ben Simmons and the number's not egregiously low, Bet unders on Ben Simmons. He's so out of this rotation, basically. You know, he's such an afterthought at this point. Um, playing, what, 15 minutes or something like that. Are they even out there? How low are the numbers for Ben Simmons? Um, I haven't had a chance to look, but uh, I mean, he did play 20 minutes the last game 12, 16, 19. He doesn't fit this team. I don't know what team he does fit, but uh, yeah. It's, Honestly, what team he would fit is probably something like Cleveland. Um, like, is he better than Arcuro <laughs> at this point? I mean, he's better defensively. Okay. Like, okay. It'd be a mismatch with size, but I, I don't know what team he would fit. He doesn't fit the current era of basketball either, which is kind of an issue too. But Maybe Golden State? Mm, like it, it, Draymond-esque, but like, yeah. I don't know. Draymond, at least, like, he can hit a three, theoretically. He's not horrendous. Yeah. He'll tempt him. Um, I, don't know. I don't know where he would fit. Um, the Clippers? Yeah. The Clippers have so many guys. Like, where would he, where would he get minutes? Like, who would he take them from? Like, Morris? Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. By the way, uh, there's a report that Russ is going to start tonight in the yep. – plays a Trey man, which uh, Terrence man, but uh, yeah, that's interesting. That's a 
bold strategy, Cotton. But, uh, you know, we'll, I guess we'll get to that game soon enough. But, you know, uh, Russ making his debut tonight versus Sacramento. Uh, expected to draw the starts. Yeah. yeah. I got nothing else as far as this game. And Pat Bev also expected to play for Chicago for what it's worth. But I think it's worth nothing. Yeah. That's... What's the point? Yeah. Um, next game, Charlotte, Minnesota. There's one line that's just I, – I love the over. Um, so over at Caesars – Conley's PRA is sitting at 19 and a half. Mm-hmm. FanDuel, it's 20 and a half with more juice on the over than a 19 and a half. And at MGM and DraftKings, it's a 21 and a half. How they haven't moved this line is ridiculous to me. I bet it twice. I got it at minus 113. It's at minus 119. I still like it at minus 119. I don't understand what they're doing. <laughs> like, it's just a bad line. Yeah, I mean, Conley, obviously not a big usage guy, but you're also playing the matchup too, and then just the number is too low is the thought process. Yeah, well, I mean, the number should be at 20 to 21 and a half, more likely 21 and a half. I know he he's coming off a game before the break where he put up zero points, <laughs> and he hasn't really hit this in this offense. I think eh, he hit it once. But, like, still, it, it's it's a bad line. And, I mean – the spot going up against Charlotte is great. I, I don't want to understand what they're doing. I don't understand why Caesar still has it at 19 and a half. I'm never enthused the prospect of betting on Conley overs in the year 2023, but you Either know, it's I. the philosophy of like, look, you're always be willing to bet that when the number is too low, always be willing to bet the over and you know, the reverse is uh, true as well. But yeah, you make it, it's the same DFS thought process. If a salary is cheap enough, you just have to, you know, if it's the right price, you got you got to go for it. And I, I I like that call. Like nobody wants to bet overs on Connolly, especially coming off the offer. But whatever variance, small sample, yada yada. Still figuring out as far as this team. But the matchup for Charlotte is beautiful. One of the worst defensive teams in the league. One of the fastest teams in the league. It's a nice combination. Yeah, yeah. So I'm rolling with it. Probably it's my biggest bet today. Um, outside of that, Kyle Anderson under eleven and a half points. Um, Get that win, and I think some other spots. He's been a little bit up and down. Um, we haven't projected for the over. I don't care. You can get minus one ten over at MGM. Go take it there. But yeah, I like the under. And then I, I'm all over PJ Washington's overs. Um, over twenty two and a half points, rebounds, assists. Over fourteen and a half points. Um, got that at minus one five at win. He's hit this in five straight games. He's had twenty plus in four out of the last five games. Not a bad matchup. I'm I'm assuming Gobert will be on Mark Williams. So Washington probably on the outside probably gets a few extra threes. Just a bad line. Uh, Ubre is coming back tonight for what it's worth. Um, we're giving him 25 minutes in our projection, so it's not a big hit on Washington. Um, I haven't put a lot of thought in him to be honest, but sure, I'm okay with that. Um, I mean, I, Uber I is that. probably gonna eat into more other people's minutes than Gordon Hayward. Yeah. We're giving him 30. Uh, whose minutes is he taking? Oh, Dennis Smith Jr., I guess, taking a hit. Um, yeah, they, Charlotte's been playing pretty tight as far as their rotations. Um, I, I was gonna bet a uh, Gobert over rebounds, but the number was so high 15 and a half was such a huge number. I just I had to back off it, but. You know, uh, Charlotte plays fast. They're not necessarily efficient. Um, I believe they give up the second most rebounds per game to opponents just behind OKC on the season. 
yeah, 54.9 per game. This feels like a game where Gobert can grab 20 boards, but I just I couldn't justify over 15 and a half. I was I stared at it and I don't think I, I don't think I clicked it if I remember correctly, but I wanted to. Well, it's at 14 and a half now, so okay. We have project for 12.87. I don't like that projection. Yeah, I don't either, but it's still definitely low. Um, Mark Williams under eight and a half rebounds. That already moved. I got minus one eight, it's minus one twenty now. Moving on, next game, Houston, Golden State. I got one bet here. Um, Jordan Poole under 35 and a half points, rebounds, assists. Oh, boy. Yeah, always always fun betting on Jordan Poole. We, we project for the over. Line has moved to 37 and a half. So I might have might have fudged up. So no team attempts and makes more three-pointers per game than the Golden State Warriors. No team allows more attempted and made three-pointers than the Houston Rockets. Um, so Clay's line was sitting at four and a half. Yeah. Uh, I bet Poole over three and a half. I bet his alt-overs as well. I think I got him up to at least, I think, five, five plus threes. Um, yeah, I just, I mean, like, Clay, like, it was a little bit more, obviously. Uh, like you said, four and a half was the over-under. I did not pull, I, I did not go for that one, but I'm not going to besmirch it. That's what you want to do. But, you know, this is the perfect matchup for both those guys. They're going to be bombing away. Um, I feel pretty good about at least one of them getting there, right? Yeah. Uh, if you want to just bet them both and hopefully you, maybe, maybe you split it, maybe you hit the alts on both as well. And, you know, maybe one hit six or seven, the other one's a two or three, and you, you still crush. Um, maybe the game turns into a massive blowout, and neither of them hit. Well, how does the game blow out? Golden State hitting a bunch of threes. That could be DiVincenzo. Could be could be anyone. I suppose. Is, do you have thoughts on that? I I, I actually I don't hate it. Well, let's see what RG projections has them at. Projections like the pullover as well. Um, yeah. Yeah, over over three and a half. I think it was projected for right around four. Unless it's changed. Yeah, Thompson's projected for five right now. Just silly high line, but probably right. Yeah, I don't know. I'm probably staying away. I'm not happy with my pool bet right now. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not happy with it either because I I bet uh, I put a lot of American dollars on pool last night. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't care about his rebounds and assists, but I, I want those points. From you know, I'm I'm banking the pool party, man. Pool party's going down tonight. Well, you know who's really going to have a party tonight in the next game? Suns versus OKC. I bet one alt. Who do you think it is? I don't know. Uh, let's see. I haven't. Hmm. It's the back half of the back to back, and it's travel for OKC. I was a little it's bit on surprised. Phoenix. Yeah. So my guess is DeAndre Ayton. Nope. Yeah. Are you going to bet him? Is it Booker? Nope. Okay, so I'm just – am I not going to get there? It's, You'll get it's, there. I don't think it's Chris Paul. Nope. I think it's Okogi. It is Okogi. He's been um, on fire of late. I, what, I don't it, know what this guy's been doing, but he's been spectacular. He's playing a boatload of minutes, 41, 39, 35, 32 in the last four games. I think that continues. 24, 19, 17, and 25 points. I have his over 14.5 points plus 115 at Fred. Is over 17 and a half points plus 260 at Betfred. Is over 19 and a half points plus 450 at Betfred. All of those have a decent chance. I mean, he's hit two out of three of those in 
two out of the last four games. He's hit all three of those in two out of the last four games. I know he's been hot from behind the arc. Yeah. But he had 12 shot attempts from behind the arc in the last game. Like they're going to dish it to him out on the edge. Like Dort, I assume, is going to be on Booker. Like Okogi is going to probably put up 15 plus shot attempts. If he gets hot, all of them hit. If he's just normal, two out of three should hit. I, I, I just love. He's him just there. open too. I just, like, because you're concentrating on on Booker, you're concentrating on Paul, Aiton to some degree, but they might have double Aiton. You're going to give up some open and Kogi threes. Like he's he's getting open shots. But the, when I've watched Houston, Houston, when I've watched Phoenix recently, that's what I've seen. He's he's he, the ones he's making like they're just like wide open shots because you know you, you can't lock everything down and. You pick your poison, and Okogi is not the first guy you're concerned about, obviously. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Um, I just I just read something interesting on Twitter. It's is it worth sharing? I don't, I don't know. That Jamal Williams got kicked out of BYU for a year because of sex. I did see that. Yeah, that's one of those. Somehow I, I missed that story, but uh, I, I, that's frowned upon, I believe, in BYU. Um, yeah, I, how did they? How did they find out? I don't know. Someone told on him. <laughs> Who would have guessed? By the way, with his touchdown celebrations, that he's the guy. Like, if there was a draft, if you were to say, "Listen, knowing nothing else, knowing even know who went to BYU," that some NFL player was kicked out of college for having too much sex or having sex in general, right? Like, isn't Jamal Williams is like the one-one, right? He's like a, he's a first-round pick, and he's not Mormon, apparently. I don't. Well, I don't think that's a requirement to play for BYU. No, it's not. It's just yeah. I mean, apparently, he just didn't have other offers. Yeah, so, yeah. Is he from Utah? No, I don't I think, think so. it's a tough school to, you know, um, get people to come to your state. I mean, playing to going to play football is. is yeah, but if uh, I'm if I'm like a three or four star in like Georgia or whatever. I'm thinking about the SEC. I'm not thinking about. Uh... I don't think he had many offers. Okay, that guy could be it. Yeah. Um, last bet I have SGA over four and a half rebounds at Maverick. Bet Maverick. Have you ever heard of that? Play Maverick. Bet Maverick. Is this a Top Gun inspired? No idea. I think Maverick's a casino out here. I don't know. Got every option there. I know. I don't know what Bet Maverick is. Oh, I I just signed up for it yesterday. Okay. Yeah. Right, Jamal Williams from uh from California. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got nothing in the Clippers game. I, if I was going to bet anything, it'd probably be Westbrook's under points. I think it's sitting at fifteen and a half. Let's yeah, see. did it did it jump up when the news came out that he was starting? Because I I, I didn't see. I assume it, it wasn't on the board before the news said they was starting. Yeah, but we, I, we were talking about this. I feel like we were talking about this the other day. Um, and it's like, oh, he if he can get 15 minutes or so and understand his role and yada, yada. But I guess that's not what's happening here. Um, I, no, I, no I, I think he should get 30 minutes. I think that he should not shoot a single shot from behind the arc. Well, I have multiple yeah. guys like Morris, George, that can make a three-pointer. Kawhi, like he should dominate ball handling, drive to the hoop and dish it out. It, it, I, he's always been meant like the perfect role for him was over in uh, Houston. 
like one other guy that can create his own shots. And then you have Westbrook. Or, and then you have three guys that don't clog up the middle. They're just on the outside. They're three and D guys. You have Covington, you have PJ Tucker. Like it was a perfect situation for him because all he had to do was drive to the rim over and over and over again and not shoot from the outside because he's an awful shooter. Like we all we all know that at this point in his career. I don't know what happened, but he's an awful shooter. You now have Paul George, one of the better three-point shooters in the league. Kawhi, a great three-point shooter. Morris, a great three-point shooter. And then Plumley, who just <laughs> does plum dog stuff. And Zubak. Yeah. Like, it, it it's it's a great situation for him because he can he can it, he can still drive the hoop great he can still dish it out great he's still a great rebounder so this is kind of a perfect spot if he just knows his role which is you just don't shoot just don't shoot mid range jumpers just don't shoot three pointers drive to the hoop over and over again and either take the shot or dish it out. Do you think he consistently closes or it's going to be like a, a rotation game dependent? Like, is it going to be Norman Powell closing? Maybe uh, maybe Mann gets a close on occasion. Maybe Gordon gets a close on occasion. I think, think it kind of – I think it depends. Um, yeah. If they're, if they're up, I don't think he closes. If they're down, yeah. then I think you throw in Mann, a better defensive guy. Um, but, I mean, the problem is he's a massive liability at the free throw line. Yeah. Um, what is he these days as far as? 65%. That's not very good. No, I mean, but honestly, like a change of scenery might might help him out. And even though he's playing on the same exact court. but That was my theory, by the way. The, the reason why he picked the Clippers is because he didn't have to move. Like, who wants to move? Moving's not fun. Yeah, well, also he has a decent shot at the uh, uh, championship well, who else was in contention? So, but was Miami one of the teams or the Chicago? Chicago, like, what? No point in that because they're going nowhere. Um, unless you just want to live in Chicago for you know a month or two. Um, was there no? Who, who's the other teams that were in contention allegedly? I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think of who. You, this is literally the perfect fit. Um, 76ers might have been an all right fit. Um, Nets would have been a good fit. Is is like Maxine not Heat. better than him right now? I don't know. I mean, they could run Maxi at the two, Harden and at the three. Melton. Um. Yeah, I guess, but he just sort of is what he is, right? This is what he is. I don't think he's. I don't know if he's changing. We'll we'll see. Uh, I mean, yeah, I will say it's always, he still, you know, the speed that this guy's, this guy's had well into his career for a dude that's had what multiple leg surgeries is still. Super impressive. Yeah. Like his quickness uh, and his, you know, the way he's been able to do that for as long as he has. So obviously, he's fell off a little bit. SGA is what? listed questionable on Friday. Ah, I was going to bet Phoenix. I thought that was dicey. I was staring at that one last night. Phoenix is sitting at six and a half. You think that's going to move? Yeah. I think, I mean, if, if I'm going to try to get it up in time, but it's not going to. What's the what's the slowest book? Uh, bet decline. My... Yeah. Oh, and. They have officially cut me off over at Sports Illustrated. <laughs> it will let me get down $200 on a spread bet. Well, it's fun while it lasted. 
I'm trying to get it. I'm trying to get it. Um, where's OKC? I'm not scrolling fast enough. Yeah, like a minute, not even, right? Like 30 seconds. It's over. I mean, it's probably all gone. Win bet is generally pretty slow. Let's see. Yeah. Gone. I, I'd assume everywhere is gone. Yeah. That's seven I'm and a half. Oh, like that. I, uh, what a bummer. That stinks. I still like it at seven and a half. Oh, no. Yeah, it's seven and a half. I, w- I would hammer that. Yeah. Minus 125 now. Yeah, it's moved. But, like, you know, he, the downgrade, like, there's not one, you take one player off a team, like, you know, you try to think of those players, a joker, the, the guys that really move the needle, right? There's some guys that can score points that don't really move the needle, but you take, you take Shy off his team. It's, it's a big difference. Like, he's, I don't know, top five, top 10 needle mover. Yeah. If you take a player off a team, yeah. As far yeah. as the spread, ah, I goofed in that one. I was I was staring at that one earlier today. I was staring at it last night, and I was just like, "Yeah." Mm. I guess it's only going to move to eight and a half. I think if he's out, like if he's out, out, it's it's going to go beyond that. Yeah. If if it's eight and a half somewhere, I would hit it. Like, but then you, if if uh, if shy plays, then you're on the wrong side of it. Yeah, no, but what, what 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 did they give him a body part? What they give him? What they say? I don't I don't know. I'm checking. Yeah, Bethman has it at seven and a half. I they gave him an ankle. So that game went overtime last night too. So yeah, he played extended minutes versus Utah. Um, back half of a back to back. Utah not in you know traditionally Utah Denver is like that tough back to back, but you know Utah the Phoenix. It seems like a tough spot. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still thinking about hitting it at Betfred. If you can get it eight and a half, I think I think that's a good bet. I got it. It's at seven and a half. I don't know if that's a great line. Eight. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm gonna hit it. Seven and oh. a half. That's that's gonna move to that's gonna move to ten if he's out. It's minus one fifteen. Is it anywhere that I can legally wager on? I don't have that Fred here. Um, it's WinBet. I don't know if you've signed up for that. Superbook has it at seven and a half. Oh, gosh, I should have bet it. Superbook. Yeah. No, oh, well. MGM has it at six and a half. Is that still up? They wouldn't give him this body part and then still, like, you, you don't drop this midday downgrades as a general yeah. rule, right? It's like, you don't do this and then he plays. It happens, I suppose, but it's unlikely. But my yeah, assumption is he sits. I'm, yeah, I'm checking. MGM might still have it up. MGM has it at seven and a half minus one ten. Okay, that's where I'm at right now. Yeah, we are going to hit it live. We're doing it live. We're trying. Yeah, to. I just threw a G down. Um. I will throw down. Um, let's see. What was it? What did I bet? Suns uh, 7.5. I'm betting a lot of. I threw down 900. I don't know why I put 900. <laughs> yeah, 2,000. <laughs> so that's uh, what you're doing. Yeah, no, I got I got the uh, Kings minus 6.5 last night. Unfortunately, 
I liked the Suns plus 11, so I ended up throwing some money down on it, not as much. So I only made like 700 bucks. That was an awesome job. Uh, you, you told me you got that. And like they, they ruled those guys out on like the tarmac because. Yeah, no, as soon as I, as soon as the, um, what's it, whatever came out, the news that like they, they were about to leave, looks like they're going to play. I'm like, all right, I'm hitting this. Well, the news did, yeah, it said like that the plane's leaving. And then at some point uh, during the flight, Dame just said, "No, nah, I'm good." And like I don't, I, I don't know if they're protesting that, that you know the idea that, that they had to play this game because they cut it pretty close. They showed up what three hours before the game started, something like that. Uh, just kind of obviously, rest is embarrassing. Let's be honest. Like, you know, rest from what <laughs> you've rested. I know Dame was an all star, but you know, Jeremy Grant had the concussion. But you know, they called it rest, which is kind of well, I spent like seven hours on the tarmac last night and then a two hour drive back home for some people. And then it's, it was a miserable experience. Sure. Um, they're not to be. They're also not crammed like in coach with a bunch of schmucks like us. You know, yeah. <laughs> was, was up, up all night creating a rap song on the plane. Oh, was that I did see that clip. Is that what that's yep. from? Yep. OK. Yeah. I know Dame's a he, he does. He likes the rap. Um, the, the reference to. Who was he talking about? Well, uh, Drew, right? He's like, Drew like sending him a pick or something like that. That's what I heard. Uh, one little line. But uh, I guess he's resting his vocal cords and like whatever, man. It's, I'm not the guy yelling at the clouds as far as all the rest. You know, I, I get it. Um, like the regular season doesn't really matter. It's, it's, it's been a secret, like an open secret for a while now. And, yeah. you know, teams Popovich figured it out not that long ago. I mean, it's yeah. changed a little bit with the playing games. Yeah, I guess, but has it? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, maybe. I they're, they're also talking about like a mid-season tournament. I'm sure you've heard that thrown out there, and I'm not sure how that's going to work. But um, I I don't I don't know what the solution is because you know they're not going to play less games because money. <laughs> that they're not going to all of a sudden play 55 games, which would be like from like a a watchability perspective, right? Like. Just get rid of back-to-backs. Well, then the season's going to be distinctly longer, and I don't think you can do that. Not really. Two and one day's rest. I mean, get put it down to 60 games, get rid of back-to-backs. You, you can't – what, you're going to cut everybody's salary by, by, by uh, 25%? Yeah, just make the season go all, all year long. <laughs> um, like, they have TV contracts. Like, it's, that's just – they're not going to take money off oh, the Oh, yeah, they're not, not going to, but I'm saying that would make – it's yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no you're right. Yeah, of course. From an ideal, like, a utopia perspective, um, you know, there's not an 82-game season. Like, there just isn't. Yeah. No. But that's it. We went off the rails. Anything before we get on out of here? I don't think so. Uh, join me, uh, Rotogrinders, rotogrinders.com. Grinders Live, today at 5 o'clock, we'll be doing a, if you, you know, obviously it's a sports gambling. We'll be talking about daily fantasy sports. You remember that, right, Grant? Mm-hmm. DFS. I do. I, I've been known to dabble in it a little bit yes, during yes. football season. You've smashed there for sure. Um, but yeah, football we'll is the only one that's worth it because I can still crank out twenty grand over the course of the season just working a few hours, like five six hours on Sunday morning. Time delegation of basketball is probably the trickiest one to do, and basketball is by far the worst. Baseball I'll still play. You can do but, baseball. Yeah. yeah, I already know everything. Things don't change. I don't need to be by my computer unless the game's going to be rained out. Like, all I have to do, I already have done all my research. 
at 4.30 my time, which is a half hour before lock. All I have to do is hop on crunch time, get the weather from Roth, and I can make 30 lineups that are going to be profitable. You know there are baseball games being played right now. Is it spring training already? Yeah, yeah. I, I've been drafting best balls. I've drafted multiple best balls. I'm, I'm, I'm getting, uh, getting excited for the season. I think we're about what thirty-ish days away, maybe thirty-five. Probably thirty-five. Uh, are you still in? Are you? You're, you're back in Colorado, then, right? I was going to say yep. if you're in Phoenix. You know, Arizona, obviously, uh, the Cactus League, lots of spring training out there, but unfortunately, you cannot partake. Yeah, from Florida, so I used to go to a lot of pre uh, spring training games. Yeah. Times. That's it. That's the show. We're out of yeah. here. Look at